Lord spoke to me and told me some things. He said, you'll begin to write with a new anointing. And through the music and through the singing as you minister forth, my anointing will flow out from you. Those who believe that and receive that anointing will be healed in their body. Financial need will be met. Harmony will come to the home. The yoke of bondage will be broken because it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. I'm David Engels, and this is the Hour of Anointing. sent disciples to the Lord. Are you the Christ or will there be another? Jesus spoke the answer unto them. He said, go tell John again. Go tell John again. The blind see, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed and the dead are raised and the poor have the gospel preached to them. So go tell John again, go tell John again. The dumb they sing, the deaf they hear, the minds renewed, they are thinking clear. Blessed are they who my words do not offend. Till the prison's empty, go tell John again. Does it seem you're locked in a prison? Doing time and getting nowhere there Revelation brings the needed answer Jesus' words still echo loud and clear He said, go tell John again Go tell John again The blind see, the lame walk The lepers are cleansed and the dead are raised And the poor have the gospel to them. So go tell John again, go tell John again. The dumb they say, the deaf they hear, the minds renewed, they are thinking clear. Blessed are they who my words do not offend. Till the prison's empty, go tell John again. Blossom as the rose Waters break out Springs in a dry land When a word in season's fitly told Go tell John again Go tell John again The blind see The lame walk The lepers are cleansed And the dead are raised And the poor have the gospel Preached to them 
go tell John again. The dumb they say, the deaf they hear, the minds renewed, they are thinking clear. Blessed are they who my words do not offend. Till the prison's empty, go tell John again. Oh, go tell John again. Go tell John again. The blind see, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, and the dead are raised, and the poor have the gospel preached unto them. Go tell John again. Go tell John again. The dumb they sing, the deaf they hear, the minds renewed, they are thinking clear. Blessed are they who my words do not offend. Till the prison's empty, go tell John again. Though the prison's empty, go tell John again. This is the Hour of Anointing. I'm David Ingalls. Well, you know what that song means? Surely it wasn't just a piece of music. It can be very beneficial if you listen intently. Well, you'll know what it means, and it'll help you and bless you. You know, we all need to be more disciplined in our listening and our thinking, and, of course, that draws me to the thought. In Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter, I want to talk some more about this. I've been talking about this as of late, and I want to talk some more about it. Chapter 28 of Deuteronomy, and just a little heading here underneath where it says chapter 28, then just some little lines to say what this is about. And so the authors or the folks who put the Bible together of this particular rendition calls this, these first verses here, verse 1 through 14, the blessings for obedience. In other words, these are the blessings for obedience. And then when you begin at verse 15, from there on out through most of the rest of that chapter 28, it's the curses for disobedience. So there are curses for disobedience, and there are blessings for obedience. I'm not going to read all the curses today, but I think sometimes it's good to hear, as it were, the curses. And uh, so we'll know what we don't want. We'll know that this isn't what it is that we want or what we desire. Verse 15 says, But it shall come to pass, if you will not hearken unto the voice of the Lord your God to observe to do all his commandments and his statutes, which I command you this day, that all these curses shall come upon thee and overtake thee. And then we start here at verse 16, and we go down through a number of them. I'll just give you a few of them here. Cursed shalt thou be in the city. And cursed shalt thou be in the field. Now, that just simply means there's not any place you can be that you won't be cursed. You may be working on this job, you'll be cursed. You'll be working, say, well, I just need a new job. Well, you go to that job, you're going to be cursed. Say, well, it's this town. There's something wrong with it. i got to get out of this town. Well, because I'm cursed in this town. You may not be thinking cursed, but you say, I don't like this town. Things aren't going right. I need to go to a new town. So then you go to a new town, you're going to be cursed there. That's what this means. Cursed shalt thou be in the city, and cursed shalt thou be in the field. Next verse. Cursed shall be thy basket and thy store. That means uh, your table is going to be cursed. In other words, it's not, you're not going to have a good table. You're going to eat the wrong things or not eat what you'd like to eat. And, and your basket and your store, that just means your finances are affected. 
your storehouses and your baskets and so forth will be affected and you'll be a failure financially. Verse 18, curse shall be the fruit of thy body. In other words, your children will be involved. In other words, the curse is going to be over on them. The fruit of thy land, whatever that you're trying to do in business ventures, the fruit of that's going to look like, man, we got a bumper crop and something happens at the last minute and everything ruins or the business deal falls through. or You almost got that, but then it just flopped and failed. It goes on to say the increase of thy kind and the flocks of thy sheep. We could say your business interests, in other words, they'll all be cursed. Well, I'm not going to take the time on this radio broadcast to read all of these because there's a lot of them here. But I think it's good to do that. I'm going to come down to one particular one that talks about uh, that you shall betroth or marry a wife and another man shall lie with her. In other words, there will be unfaithfulness in the marriage because you're cursed with the curse. You will build a house and you shall not dwell there. In other words, something will happen that you won't get to dwell in the house, at your dream home, as it were, or the home that you'll build. You shall plant a vineyard. And you will not gather the grapes or the fruit off of the vineyard. And it comes on down to verse 32 and says, Your sons and daughters shall be given unto another people. Sometimes that's just to other ideologies. And they're running with another crowd or you're not enjoying your children. And that's a curse. And it says that your eyes will look and long. You will have a longing for them. You'll think about it. The day hours and the night hours, you'll think about your children and how wonderful it would be if you could just have good fellowship with them. Thine eyes shall look and fail with longing for them all the day long. Well, those are just some of the curses. That's just a few of those curses from verse 15 down through the other verses of chapter 28. Let's come back to verse 1 here and talk about, and it shall come to pass what will happen if you'll listen to God. And I'm just basically going to say the first part of this verse, the last part of the verse says this. It shall come to pass. First of all, I like that. It shall come to pass. When I'm thinking about the positive things and the good things, it's going to come to pass. It shall come to pass. If thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God. If you listen to God, if you listen intently to him, you won't just listen when you got a problem. No, you'll listen all the time. If you listen to God, the voice of God, to observe and do all of his commandments, which he says, I command thee this day, or which is written today, the Lord thy God will set you on high. If you'll obey God, he will set you on high. It says he will set you on high above all the nations of the earth. And all these blessings, could the audience tell me all, all, let's all say it again, all, all, and all these blessings shall come on thee. I can hardly wait. To read what these blessings are. These blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee. Which means you won't have to overtake them. You won't have to go after them. They're going to overtake you. If. Everybody say if. If thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. Alright, what's hearken? Hearken comes from the root word hark. Hark. To hark means to listen carefully. In other words, if you listen carefully to the voice of God... And you've got to be reading your Bible so you'll recognize the voice of God. Other voices are going to come too. So you need to listen to the good shepherd and the voice of a stranger we will not follow. To listen carefully to the voice of God, usually in this sense here, hark means with the imperative case. It's imperative that you listen carefully with the effect of exclamation. You're listening. You're listening to hear. 
you're interested. You've got great discipline and interest to hear. Then I looked at the next word down from hark, H-A-R-K, which is the root word for hearken, and I found hark back. Now listen carefully. To those who have an ear, let you hear today what God is saying here. Hark back, two words. Hark back means to return to an earlier point so as to pick up the scent or trail again. Hence, to go back in thought or speech. And some of us need to return immediately. And God says, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and will seek my face and will turn from their wicked ways of not doing that, but will turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear them from heaven. I'm in heaven, I'll hear them, and I will forgive their sin and heal their land. You've been listening to The Hour of Anointing. To order David Ingalls' products, including music CDs and downloads, soundtracks and songbooks, call us toll-free at 1-877-34-RADIO or visit us online at diministries.org. And while you're there, check out audio archives of past programs, including today's broadcast. Our mailing address is David Ingalls Ministries, P.O. Box 1924, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74101. When writing, please include an offering for radio time along with the call letters of this station. Tune in weekdays at this same time for the Hour of Anointing with David Ingalls.